Thousands of young women all across the Southeast dream of being top cats, but only a select few experience it. Veteran Annalise Coleman says that right before games, she feels like she imagines the players feel. I always tell people this, the tunnel is my favorite part because there's just like no other feeling than like when you hear the sirens go and the tunnel music starts, and everybody's like screaming. It's just like I almost cry every single time. Up next, the elegant Annalise on the podcast. 25 seasons of Panthers football, a celebration of the players, coaches, and other people who have contributed to the organizational success. Now to Mick Mixon. The Carolina Panthers not only aspire to great things on the football field, the Panthers also have the elite dance and cheer team in the National Football League. It's been a huge part of the history of our franchise. Who better to represent the Top Cats than veteran Top Cat Annalise Coleman, from Jacksonville, North Carolina. She's been on the squad now for, for five years. Welcome. Is there pressure on you being a top cat, Annalise? Um, for sure. Um, we have little girls that look up to us, especially at junior top cats. And so um, we're always striving, like you said, to be the best cheerleading team, which we are, um, in the NFL. Um, but it's really, it's really fun. There's not that much pressure on us. And, like, since I've been on the team for – Five years, it gets a little easier. But that first year, definitely pressure, <laughs> for sure. Your dad was retired military. Mm-hmm. When were you first deciding as a young Annalise Coleman, and where were you when you first decided, I want to be a Top Cat? Um, so I actually was at a game with my parents, and I was 16, and I was watching only them, only the Top Cats. Like, I didn't care anything about what was going on on the football field. We're winning or losing. I was just like, wow, like they're great. And so I told my mom, and you can ask her this. I looked at her and I said, when I'm 21, I'm going to try out. And she was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and so when I turned 21, that was my goal. And I had that goal since I was 16. And I was like blessed and fortunate enough to make the team when I was 21. And I've been on it ever since. So. It's a hard squad to make. Mm-hmm. Many try out, yes. and only a few actually get to spin the dream. Mm-hmm. Were you? Tell me about your tryout process. Was that intimidating at all for you? My first year trying out, I walked in and I was like, "Oh, there was at least like two hundred people there," and I was like, "Wow, like this is a lot." And I remember one top cat that I didn't even know. She just came up to me. She was so kind, um, and that just relaxed my nerves a lot. And so that was really helpful. And I also was told to go in the first group of people so you can get it over with. So that's what I did. And so I went in the first group, and I just sat there, and I was like, you know, this is scary, but I made it. So if it wasn't for um, Madeline, that's who came up to me, and then she ended up being my captain. Um, just coming up to me and talking to me and, like, easing my nerves. I don't know if I would have made it. <laughs> so I'm grateful for her, for sure. Top Cat Annalise Coleman, our guest on the podcast. Is your given first name Rihanna Lee's? <laughs> Um, That is my Instagram name, and my teammates call me that all the time because I love Rihanna. I want to look like – I want to be Rihanna, but I'm not. Um, but if you will say anything about Rihanna, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, anybody knows that about me if they really know me. Why do you like Rihanna? I just think she's so beautiful, and she's so, like, sure of herself. And she's just great. 
And that's pretty much it. What does it feel like, Annalise, to have that uniform on, to have trained, have rehearsed, mm-hmm. and then lead the Carolina Panthers out into the sunlight at Bank of America Stadium on game day? There is, I always tell people this, the tunnel is my favorite part because there's just like no other feeling than like when you hear the sirens go and the tunnel music starts, and everybody's like screaming. It's just like I almost cry every single time because <laughs> it's just like I don't even know how to explain it, but it's amazing. What does it feel like to be at events and have little girls look up to you with the idolatry and the admiration that they do? It just, for me, and I'm sure the rest of my teammates feel this way, you just want to be that top cat for that little girl, um, and you just want to strive to just be the best top cat that you can be. So one day they can be like, oh, I met top cat Annalise, and I came to try out when she's 21, um, and like be that person that they look up to. You guys do a great job. Annalise, you you, um, you and your teammates, you represent the Panthers not only on the field, but mm-hmm. at events and hospitals. You've been at the Super Bowl. You've been overseas. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. Are there rules, either unwritten or written, for your decorum, behavior, attire, et cetera? Um, there is a rule called Top Cat Time, and I'm pretty sure I did it today. And we just show up everywhere like an hour early. <laughs> and it doesn't matter – What's going on? I show up to the doctor an hour early because of Top Cat time, and every Top Cat can attest to this rule. We just do that. Like we have, when we have practice, people probably don't know this, but we come to practice an hour early and practice before practice. So we call it like pre-practice. So it's a little secret for everybody that we get everywhere an hour early. We're very punctual people. And you just learn that as a Top Cat. That's so not millennial. I know. <laughs> that I'm so impressed by it. It's amazing. Yeah, and you we were get, you were early today for your yeah, podcast. It's just what you do. And then if you're not, you stress out. <laughs> so it's just a thing. And then I feel like we all kind of learn, like my first year, you kind of just observe the veterans and you your second year you come in and you're just kind of like different. Like you have the top, you know the ways of a top cat, showing up early, bringing all the things that you need, double checking triple checking the night before a game, things like that. In your real life, your non-top-cutting life, yes. you teach dance? I do. Um, I teach kindergarten through fifth, well, fourth grade dance at a charter school. So I do that every single day. Um, and I have a dance team at my school that recently they performed at a Hornets game. So that was really cool. They kind of just stormed the court. Um, and then they were really cute and just did what they wanted to do. But everybody loved it. So... Yeah, I'm proud of them. <laughs> how does your job away from the stadium and away from being a top cat, mm-hmm. how does that help you keep your skills sharp? Um, I feel like because I teach young students, it helps me kind of stay aware of like the trends that are going on and how I can help them. And they actually teach me a lot of things. Like I've learned a lot of dance dances from them, like Fortnite dances. Never knew what that was until he told me. Do you know me. how to do the floss? I do. I'm an excellent flosser. <laughs> I would love to see that. You will not be seeing that. <laughs> yeah, they taught me the floss, orange justice, so many different things. Like, they teach me way more than I feel like I teach them. So, like, I come into practice and I'm like, guys, look at this new dance that they taught me. <laughs> so, yeah. you got to stay in touch with pop culture. Have to. Yeah. It's amazing. So, what was the Super Bowl like for you? Oh, it was honestly a blur. We did a lot. 
um, as soon as we got there, we had appearances. I remember, it seems like so long ago. And um, I didn't really eat a lot because we were just busy, busy, busy. Um, the One of the coolest things we did was we were like on the NFL network and um, they had like a pep rally. That was really fun. And I feel like people really liked our pep rally more than the Broncos, but that's just me. Um, and then the game was amazing, sad at the end, but it was still fun. <laughs> um, and then just like relaxing afterwards with the team, my teammates was really cool. And then it was over. It was like so quick. So, but it was fun. Sounds a lot like the broad, our broadcast trip. A lot of great <laughs> memories, but the ending yeah. kind of stays with you. Yeah. Top Cat Annalise, our guest on the podcast. We just have a few more questions for you, Annalise. The military, mm-hmm. there's a huge connection between the Panthers, the players, our, our brand, our franchise, and the military. Does that extend to the Top Cat team as well? Oh, for sure. There's a lot of us that have military connections, and we all really love to do those base visits. And um, they're just, like, really rewarding, especially, like, when we went overseas, um, I don't know, three years ago. It was just they they expressed to us, like, they don't usually have somebody see a familiar face, like a football team. They just see the same people every single day. So seeing us was kind of, like, really helpful for them, and that made us feel really, really good. So, yeah. Before you came a lot of outstanding young women – uh, Tina Becker worked here, mm-hmm. Rochelle Grant mm-hmm. worked here, and uh, Shannon McClady. There have mm-hmm. been others. To what degree, Annalise, when you're at work in the Top Cat uniform, do you feel like you're not only representing your current teammates and the Panthers, mm-hmm. but those that came before you? I was lucky enough, since I've been on the team for so long, to dance with so many different Top Cats that I feel like have taken so, I've taken so many things from. And one thing that, like, motivates me is, I don't know if you know Shondalee, but she was the Pro Bowl cheerleader two years ago. Shondalee Lanue? Yes. And she's now our assistant. And, like, her being in the room just kind of, like, makes me want to be that, be her. Because she's great. <laughs> and she always had so much energy, and she just, like, really motivates me. So that's helpful. All right, last thing, we'll let you go. <laughs> we have a societal fascination with beauty. Mm-hmm. We didn't create you and I didn't create that culture, but right. you exist in it. How how do you how do you keep your private life private? Mm-hmm. Keep keep yourself uh, on a professional basis every time when when you know that that people are they can't not watch the top cats because right. of how attractive in a variety of ways you all are. Yeah, I think that. Um Nicole, our coach, does a really great job teaching us the ways to, you know, keep things private, keep things appropriate on our social media, keeping, you know, those things separate. Because, yes, there's people everywhere that can get creepy. But (laughs) she really helps us to, like, stay grounded. And, you know, you're representing not only in the soccer room, but when you walk outside, people – she loves to use an example. Like, when we go to the grocery store, people probably do know who we are. Um, so just like keeping that balance. So she really helps us do that. So you're on Twitter. I am. It appears that you've sent out over 65,000 <laughs> tweets since 2016. I used to get in Twitter jail when I was in college. What's that? Because I used to just tweet really weird things. Like I would be like sitting on my desk or just say to Pop-Tart. And then <laughs> oh I would God. get in Twitter jail. 
And I'd be like, this is terrible. I'm not like that anymore. I just like reading Twitter because it's so funny to me. Can Sometimes, people follow you? Yeah, but I don't think they retweet me. I tweeted something this morning about how I never get to watch the news because I don't. And so I was watching the news, and there were so many. I read that. You said bus drivers Yes, were there wild. were so many um, new, uh, stories about bus drivers, like, wrecking buses. And I was like, this is really bad. <laughs> and I was like, this is terrible. I never watch the news. And then I watched um, Kelly, and I don't know who her co-host is. But I watched that show, and I was like, this is interesting. So I do tweet a lot of, like, random stuff. How can people follow you on Twitter if Just they want to? Just at Rihanna Lees if you want to follow at me. Rihanna if you want to, if you want to laugh. All right, <laughs> the effervescent personality and the pure class of Annalise Coleman, veteran top cat. Thanks for what you do, young lady. Thank you for having me. We'll continue our historical perspective of the first quarter century of Panther football next time, right here on the podcast.